Welcome to the Crazy Dre Podcast Show, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's your main man, a.k.a. Crazy Crockett, a.k.a. Andres Podcast, brought to you by the greatest state in the country, Michigan. Goodbye, Yay. Jim Harbaugh. And my buddy here, Mr. Wheelchair Ron. Hey, how you doing, Dre? Hey, man, how's it going? It's been a while, buddy. Yeah, it's been a while, man. It's uh, last, uh, about a week or so ago, the last two weeks that uh, we had some snow. Real cold temperatures and a lot of snowing and blowing and and I get weather like that I can't get out. You the can't get out. Shovel for me I can't shovel anymore so I can't really you know I'm kind of stuck. You are which stuck. Which is fine. Which is fine. Well, it's, um, it's you know um and it, it was cold. I mean I didn't. Luckily emergency didn't come up where I had to go anywhere. But I mean for the time being I can I can last about two weeks in the house and it's winter anyway. I don't like the cold. Nah, yeah, I don't. Yeah, like, I, I don't like the cold either. But I'm but I'm okay with the cold because mm-hmm. the cold is cold, right? Yeah, it's just the way it is. It's mm-hmm. the state of Michigan. We got the Great Lakes. We got yes. the prairies coming th- to our left. Mm-hmm. So when the wind blows from the west, and yeah. whatever comes from the west c- hits us, yeah. and either we get hit too. by the Lake Michigan or the Lake Michigan will protect us. And you get that wind picking up too downtown here. It gets really cold. Oh yeah. And uh, we're from my parking spot to your door and your building, and that was maybe two minutes. And yeah. my chair was already icy cold. The steel was just like ice. And yeah. So it's very cold today. Windy, too. That doesn't help. So today is Saturday. I'm going to air this on Sunday morning because mm-hmm. I'm trying to do uh, two different type of podcasts, one for the sports podcast yeah. and one for life, disability, and having fun, whatever you want to call it. And that's kind of the way I'm trying to roll with it. But Ron has great news. He's got oh, a brand yeah, new yeah. wheelchair. Yes, I do. A brand new wheelchair. Yes, I do. Um, Tell us about it. Um, well, it took me six months to get the goddamn thing. But um, but explain but, that to people well, that haven't heard. It's for insurance purposes. What happened is I had some insurance and and um, I applied and did everything and then I kept calling and they would call and call and finally got a hold of somebody and and uh, he said, well. He said, oh, well, no, let me re- rewind that. Let me rewind that story a little bit. Hang on. First of all, Humana calls me up. That was my insurance company. And uh, they said, oh, you're approved, and you'll get it here. Congratulations. And next thing I know, I call him back again. She goes, well, not really, because we found out they don't take the insurance, or they quit taking it. Now they got, they're going to take some different insurance. I'm like, you know what? Screw you guys. Screw every reaction to hell. They can go to hell. I went to CareLink instead. They straightened oh, it out. Yeah. So it See? wasn't. So yeah, it wasn't yeah. CareLink. See, they, it was yeah, another. Yeah. Every oxygen was on board at first, but then they changed midstream. But what was that? What's this company called? Uh, Airway oxygen. And they're okay, the and yeah, they do yeah. the wheelchair stuff yeah, too. They do. Yes, they do. And and CareLink oh. does the same thing. They do oxygen. They do wheelchairs. They do medical equipment. Okay. Rentals. You know, same thing. But. And in comparison, I think I like Carolink much better. They're more personal. Uh, they're they're on the spot. Uh, yeah. You know, and, and, yeah. and I appreciate it, especially when you're in a chair all day and you have that stuff going on, you know. Well, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it, uh, it, it it's new, and it costs a lot of money. I only had to pay $629.90 on it to cover my insurance. Now, if I had to pay the whole bill, I'd be. Shit. Do you want to tell them how much you pay? Yeah, the well, total bill. We'll say around four grand. Yeah, about that. yeah. I saw a lot of people think that's surprising. Now I do have some information this time. 
that I didn't really research, but I had talked to the the gentleman directly that does work on the chairs. Okay. And I told him, I said, well, I said, I noticed one thing that the handles or the armrests on here, the violet, really chintzy. I mean, it looks good and everything. It's, it's good quality, but the vinyl's really chintzy. He says, well, and the reason that is they're trying to cut costs. Okay. And they don't want to cut costs on the metal part of the chair. They want to cut costs on the tires, the, the important stuff. Now, the stuff that isn't really that important that you can get by with is the armrest. Okay, I can understand that. But, God, you know, I mean, if you want to pay that money for a chair, why can't it all be quality? You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It, it, you know, but it, yeah. with, with that comes money. And, I, and But he explained that to me. I went, oh, okay, I get it. That's why they're so cheap. Everything else is fine. Yeah. But the armrests, they have to cut costs so they can give it to you cheaper. And they're trying to find ways to cut costs without really diminishing the chair. Yeah. In other words, structural integrity, quality, build quality. You know, and, and most of the stuff is that extra add-on that you can pre-order from some other outfit. You don't yeah, have to order it directly from them. And they're only maybe 20 bucks a piece. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I thought, you know, and, I, and, and he explained that. I went, ah. so, you know, there's a lot of stuff that he explained that I didn't know about. Uh, like adjustments on your chair, um, why you should have it like this, why you shouldn't have it like that. There's, there's reasons that amount to everything. There's adjustments. Um, there's balance. There's, there's all little intricate things you can adjust on a wheelchair. They, they aren't just a wheelchair. They, they can get complicated, but it's not rocket science. Yeah, it just, yeah. Um, well, but, well uh, you show me. It's a, yeah, it's, it's a great chair. You show it, me yeah. at your house what you had. If I was to transfer you in my yeah. vehicle. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what yeah. I would, how I would take yeah. it apart. Yeah, you would take it apart. Yep. apart. Yep, it can come apart. Um, now, he was telling me also <clears throat> what you can do yeah. is uh, you have a, uh, they do is they have a uh, the the seat the armrests come out the back of the seat folds down flat to the cushion yeah and then you can take the wheels off if you want now yeah. he also said and I said well he's got an edge he says well you might be able to tip it in but what you do is you uh, after you lift it up you tip it on its wheels stick it in and then lay it back down because see a lot of times the openings in bands and doors and SUVs is a little bit smaller than the actual cargo area. Yeah. So once you get past that initial doorway, you can tip it up and make it fit. See. So I'm thinking your edge would probably work. It would yeah. probably work, and it'd be so much easier for you. Number one, the chair's lighter, much lighter. Um, I know you only got one arm, but it's much lighter, and you may be able just to. And the guy, the wheelchair tech, told me last night. He says, "Well, here, what you do is you tip the chair back mm-hmm. with the front wheels. Mm-hmm. Right? You hook the wheels on the bumper, and then you lift up on the back. Yeah. And you push it in. Yeah. And I go." I think you could do that. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, and it's lighter. He says, now, when you get a chair, they're, they're rated at different uh, um, weights. Okay? Yeah. Now, now, it might be specified at 25 pounds, but what that means is that that's 25 pounds initially. That's not for the extra equipment. Oh, yeah. Some manufacturers will, like some wheelchair manufacturer will, will have other wheelchair manufacturer parts that they use on their chairs. Yeah. So it's like accessories. It's like you can take a, I can't remember the brand name, but um, different parts of the chair. Like the back is called a J. Oh, okay. Now, J makes wheelchairs, but they make accessories for wheelchairs. So you wouldn't necessarily, I've got a Rogue too, and this is a J back. Okay. They all, they all can be together. It's, it's almost like when you get a truck, you got a yeah. Dana axle, or you got a Hendrickson axle, or you got a Dana transmission, or you got an Allison transmission. There's, 
they will fit that vehicle, but they're different manufacturers. So yeah. the wheelchair is the same way. Yeah. Now some wheelchairs manufacturers will make everything themselves. Yeah. But this one is a combination of uh, J and uh, Rogue Two, and uh, the, the the wheels. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it all depends on what you pay for. Now, so the initial weight would probably it, it says twenty five, but now the more stuff you add to the chair, it's going to make it heavier. Obviously. You know what? And I didn't. So pick it could be maybe thirty pounds, maybe twenty six pounds. He said at the most. I so still that's light. That's not you know. I don't know if I haven't had a chance to pick up your new chair, mm, 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 but mm. I tell you this. I tell right. you this. Personally, yeah. The only thing heavy about your old chair, right, was that it's just one huge metal piece, mm -hmm. and it was still wasn't that heavy to me. No, no, no. It, but it it, to me, it, it was like it was almost clumsy. Heavy. Some kind of yeah, you're right. It was yeah, almost, yeah. Uh, it was more clumsily heavy than actually heavy. Mm -hmm. Because yeah. I used to, I mean, when I worked at FedEx and mm -hmm. places like that, mm -hmm. there were boxes that were heavy. Oh yeah, and that yeah, was heavy. But the boxes heavy. that had um, not yeah. everything packed in right. there correctly okay. was clumsy, and that's what I compare your old chair to. Okay, that yeah. was clumsily heavy, mm -hmm. where mm -hmm. all the weight is distributed differently it is yeah yeah you where, have plastic and metal and rubber yeah and with this metal. thing mm -hmm. i think the, the more the the way of the chair aluminum. is more yeah aluminum more is centered steel yeah it's more centered it's much lighter i mean i can tip back in it myself without the brakes on but i can got a tip back wheel and it's so much easier to push too so <clears throat> when i did get this not only am i benefiting from mm -hmm. the characteristics of the chair but there's other people too that help help me out or have to lift the chair. It's mm -hmm. making their lives better too because they don't. It's not so heavy. Yeah, it's easier to take care of. It's easier to you know fold. It's easier to you know compact into a size. Uh huh. And and with that way, it doesn't get damaged much because you know when you had it in your trunk, you had to share it with the golf clubs. And <laughs> <laughs> I never took those damn clubs out of joke, my car because Andre would pick me up and he'd always have his golf clubs and even in the winter because he he you know he. Too lazy. So too lazy. It's too to lazy yeah. to take those damn yeah. golf so clubs. Say, and, and sit here and, 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 and hear the trunk open, and I hear him go, oh, shit. I go, oh, you <laughs> take the clubs out again. <laughs> but I'm serious, But though. he'd get it. He'd eventually get it. Some days would be fast. Some days it'd be take well, a while. You have to reconnoiter stuff. But, yeah. Well, one thing I did differently with my golf clubs, I used to have them mm -hmm. horizontally Right. In a certain position so I can right. still put your uh, wheelchair in. Yeah, right. Now I went to vertical mm -hmm. uh, way, so yeah. it's on one side. Right. And then okay. the other side is where I put your... Okay, so uh, you still have room. You can put the clubs and the wheelchair in the back, yeah. too. Okay. Of okay. the old Taurus. Oh, the old... Now, oh, okay. now I have ah. this, ex uh, this edge. edge. Yeah. Okay. But I don't think I would put in... I don't... Well, now I have more space. Mm-hmm. Going up, yeah, yeah, that's then true. I, yeah, but yeah. I have never put your, I have right. never tried put your right your wheelchair in there mm -hmm. with my golf clubs. Okay, and I don't think that would work because okay, just the way that yeah that the trunk is built. Yeah, the trunk isn't built so you get the deeper depth into the right. vehicle. Yeah, it, that doesn't exist. Mm -hmm. Where you, I feel like you almost lose space. On SUVs or this thing's yeah, kind of like you know, a wagon. You, you this is a wagon, yeah. Because it's a wagon, but I've known a lot of SUVs. They're basically a four-door car, but with a little hatch into that. 
And it's not a station wagon, and it's not a trunk, because a lot of those SUV trunks are really small. They're not a lot to now you can fold the back seat down and make a mini wagon out of it, but there's I don't think there I don't really think it's not that much room in those. I don't Well the edge is so weird. I don't, I'm not a SUV fan. Well, yeah. you know what? I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. You driven your car. Mm-hmm. I've driven my cars mm-hmm. my whole life. I've mm-hmm. driven Tauruses and yep. Cavaliers. Oh, yeah. Taurus, yeah. Don't buy a Cavalier, by the way. Yeah. But no, they don't, they, they, and they don't make them anymore. But no, they don't. They don't. No. Yeah. But I've, I've, I'm gonna tell you this. Also. Yeah. I liked it when I had the Taurus. Oh yeah. I've like had I had like three. I have three right. different Tauruses. Mm-hmm. And the one thing the advantage about it mm-hmm. is that you can get in and out of the traffic mm-hmm. with no problem. Mm-hmm. The problems, and then now that I have this edge, right? It's weird. It's mm-hmm. like I am purposely or subconsciously driving slower. Well, you're and not used to it yet. No, but it's yeah. weird because I'm not. Like I feel with cars, you can get in and out of traffic, mm-hmm. and you can kind of mm-hmm. figure out the car itself and right. how it's going, yeah. the right. brakes and everything else yeah. with it. Oh yeah, you got to get used to it. Sure, but yeah. but with the edge. Mm-hmm. Or and what I've noticed that now I know why men, other men, right. buy trucks or SV, uh-huh. SUVs, mm-hmm. is because you're up higher, yeah, higher you got a vantage point, and you don't necessarily have to drive necessarily that fast to get point A to point B mm-hmm. because your space of your vehicle mm-hmm. is what deters people from who have cars mm-hmm. from from actually trying to outrace you. Right, yeah. To point A right. to point B. Okay. Because with, with me, with the Edge, mm-hmm. now I'm driving a lot more slower. Mm-hmm. And now okay. I'm, I don't really care if the right. Honda Accord or a, Tor- a Toretta Corolla mm-hmm. or whatever yeah. or any Ford Mustang gets in yeah. ahead of me because right. my vehicle is much bigger yeah. and there's a much more room of air. Yeah, yeah, right, right. There's I, more that's move. The way I drive too. Yeah. There's move. You're, there's just more way. air possibility. Yeah, yeah. and not um, being able to stop your. They oh, call it right, a station right, yeah. wagon, which well, is I think it's, it's kind of weird. Listed as is it's a rule. It's listed as a station wagon, which which is weird. Really, never doesn't really exist anymore. But the station wagon was a four door with Car. a bigger back in it that it could hold kids and or cargo. We had when I was a kid, we had three or four station wagons, and I love yeah. them. And and nowadays yeah. that they're gone, station wagons are going big. There, you get a good station wagon, good shape station wagon, you're gonna make some money. Cause mm-hmm. now it's a popular. Now they see old school four doors are cool now. Yeah. They never used to, more doors. They call them more doors. You had a four door, you were a square. You were a weirdo. You were you didn't fit in because that was a four door. You had to have a two door. Yeah. Jacked up slicks and four speed and headers and, ah, and all that. No, but um. So no, I get what you mean because in driver's training. They had this one, and I still use this today as a cushion of air. You cushion around your, your, your vehicle, your imaginary cushion. You get yeah. it. And once, see, when you drive a new car, mm-hmm. especially that van, it takes me some getting used to because it's so big. Yeah. You, you have this, I, I, I can't explain it, but it's called a muscle memory. And you have this feeling oh, yeah. around you that I, I can't explain it. A sixth sense or something, you, you know how big your vehicle is, so you know you're going to fit there. Yeah. When you're brand new, you don't know. You go, oh, I've never drove this, so I better be here. Uh, oh. Okay, so I can do this, and now I can make it. So once you get used to that vehicle, and now you're sitting higher up, mm-hmm. which I like too, because the van, my van is sat. You can see, you can see the road. You can see everything. Yeah. And you feel like you're more secure, more 
above things and you're instead of down low looking out going, oh, oh, you know. So, yeah, I can see that. It takes some getting used to. Well, I tell you what, my, uh, I think my car, my Taurus, had bad shocks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that it was, the sh- and I think it was lower than it should have been. It was, yeah. They wear out. Yeah, and the, the car was lower. Yeah, she was, she was too bad I didn't. Ropes. Too bad I didn't use it back. Uh, too, too bad it, parts. I, I don't have it for. But my yeah. shocks didn't wear out because I was. Uh, you know, have some fun time with some girl in the back seat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, not those back seats. No, no. <laughs> they're virgin. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No fun no, that, in the back seat uh, of the Taurus. Yeah, but that's. I've had a Taurus too myself, and they are very. I would have to say they're a very reliable car. Um, once they get worn out, though, they start nickel and diamond you. But as far as highway goes and mileage, that was a good car. I, actually, my, my Chevy doesn't get as good mileage as that Taurus did. But yeah. I had a Taurus, too, and they're just very, they're a very dependable, well-built vehicle, and they're very reliable. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, but once they start nickel and diamond you, and, of course, your Ford's got that infamous rust. You're always going to get, you know, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, that's so, true. But I mean, for what it was and what you had, I think you got your money's worth out of it. And you had the, he had the, uh, I'm not sure if you're going to correct me if anybody knows, but basically this car came with a, with a, like a Harman Kardon stereo with extra speakers in the door, uh, six, six, uh, CD changer yeah. in it. And that was factory, but it was a, a deluxe model. It had the wood grain trim and leather seats. And it was like a real fancy yeah, cool car. So if it if that had been in better shape, you probably would have got a lot more for it. But since it's well, rusty and worn out, you know, I tell you what, <clears throat> I tell you what. So that car only had like one hundred fifty eight thousand miles on it, mm-hmm. which is very low. And the reason that was because the two people that owned it drove it back to work and back, and that's it. Mm-hmm. The second, that's the the older lady that used right. to work at Coral mm-hmm. or Spectrum Health. Okay, now it's Coral Health. Okay. She would just drive it back home and go to work. She was in her 50s and early 60s. Okay. So when she bought it, she was very tired, older already. Right. So the person that had to be, mm-hmm. the second person was a, a young couple. Okay. And they drove around wherever they wanted to go, camping or whatever. Mm-hmm. But their family was getting a, a bigger. Right. And they sold it in 2017. Okay. Or did they? No, I'm sorry. They got the car from 2017. They sold it right. to me in 2019, I think. Okay, all right. And so that car itself only had 128,000 miles on it. Really? At wow. the time. Wow, that's and, not bad. That's and not bad at all. That's, you know it. That's, wow. And that's they would only drive it to wherever they needed to go, but mm-hmm. they didn't, wouldn't go to yeah, long trips. Highway miles make a difference, too. Well, um, yeah. A lot of people told me that you, your, your, your highway miles are better than your city miles. Well, of course. City miles, stop, start, stop, start. Yeah. Your highway, you're just, you're just going. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, how, how, however, I don't think that car was tested right. on, on the highway a lot. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, when I got it, I was driving to work and back, but I was using the highway. Okay. So, about last year. Mm-hmm. And when I got it, they always told me that the car was leaking a little oil, a little transmission, right. a little yeah, and all that. Sure. Yeah, you're going to get so that. So my first, maybe it was like my third or fourth mm-hmm. oil change, they were telling me that from, mm-hmm. you know, from the get-go. Yeah. So I bought it for 2600 bucks. I literally didn't drive it much besides the highway back and forth. Okay. 
but it was only a 10, 20 minute ride on the highway. However, when I went to Detroit, okay, last year, 2020, not 2022, 22, okay, oh, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, 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 okay. because it's been was that the Lions, the Lions game or Detroit? Nope, that was the Red Wings. Red Wings. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, I remember now. So that okay. was the Red Wings yeah. game. Okay. And <clears throat> we got there. Everything was cool. Mm-hmm. And when I drove it back to my apartment, and the gear was going down to, I was getting off the highway, the gears changed right. down to. Okay, yeah. Two, it kicked down, yeah. It kicked and in, it kicked lower. Third, second, first. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I didn't hear... Or I felt the biggest gear skip in my whole life. Oh, my God. It was pretty Uh-oh. bad. I'm like, oh, shit. Yeah. So I'm only like technically four and a half minutes away from my apartment in my car. Okay. About 20-minute walk distance. Was that the one in your apartment in Wyoming? No. Oh, this 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 apartment here? Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the tor- – okay, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. So, so – when my gear went down, mm-hmm. that's when I think that my my gaskets yeah, and the car just mm-hmm. like, oh, my God, I haven't done this ever. Yeah. Ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, driving to Detroit and back, mm-hmm. two and a half hour ride mm-hmm. is still a two and a half hour ride mm-hmm. for a car in for a car that probably has never done that before. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It wasn't the, the miles on it, but uh, yeah. 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 So, you know. so if I never did take that car on the highway to Detroit, I probably would have still had it. Or still yeah, had it. you know, and and you said it only had what one hundred twenty-eight thousand on it, yeah. which is which is low. Now, you gotta expect too that whoever drove that car originally, or before the person that bought that person, that how they drove it, if they rode it hard and put it away wet, then you're gonna have a lot more bad things with it. With the less mileage, see what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I'd be, oh, 200,000, oh, that's shot. Okay, yeah, with a car, yeah, I pretty much think about getting rid of it. But now a truck, that's different. The trucks can go way well over 200,000 now, nowadays especially. Yeah. But when you get that low mileage, but the car is kind of falling apart, this car, somebody may have beat on it. Maybe her, maybe her, uh, her nephew, her 15-year-old nephew just got his license. Her 16-year-old just got his license and took it out. You don't know what they're going to do. They could rev the transmission and drop it in the low and broke something, and then eventually it's going to break again. That, that happens too. I've, uh, I'll give you a perfect example. My son owned a Cavalier. It was a 1981 or two, maybe. And, right. and they're a great car when you get them brand new. They got a little four, Iron Duke four cylinder in them, and they get great mileage. But he got in an accident. What happened was when he had hit this car, it hit the frame. Now, what happens is that the, with the, the frame stayed, but the engine moved a little bit. And what that did, it put a small little tiny crack in the transmission. Ooh. Just enough to where it wouldn't harm anything, but eventually down the road, that crack got bigger and bigger and bigger. And finally, the transmission just cracked in two, and transmission fluids all over, and we got rid of the car. Um, the four cylinders they have in those are junk. They're, they're, they're always overheated. You could overheat them. The gas would go bad. The head would warp. Just it, it, it all had, uh, and a lot of people now. It, it, when you first get them, and they're and you, they're running good. They're mm-hmm. a great little car. I love them. I think they're great. But mm-hmm. of on all, they're not. Uh, I mean, no. you get some miles on them, you're not gonna. Yeah. So that's why I was saying that if you, 
even though a car may have lower miles on it, doesn't mean that it's trashed out. I mean, you know. Well, the Honda Accords yeah, and Toyota, right, yeah, Corolla yeah, and all yeah, those, yeah, yeah. of course. Um, and, you know, it just depends on driving habits, who brakes. I mean, my wife and I drive totally different. If I see a car way up ahead, 350 feet up ahead and hitting his brakes, I'm not going to hit my brakes because I know I'm not going to hit him. I let off the gas. That's, yeah, that's the best thing to do. Let off the gas. And that way, now you're you're letting off the gas, but you aren't speeding up. You are slowing down. It might not feel like it, but you've, you've it, since you took that three seconds ago, you were doing 35. Now you're doing 31. Okay, you're gonna slow down. Then, if it gets to a point where you do have to stop, you can put the brake. But you're 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 going slower now. It's easier to stop. Mm -hmm. When she sees a car up ahead, hit the brake. She hits the brakes every time she sees a brake. Brake, brake, brake. I'm like, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do. You're gonna wear our brakes out. I mean, I, I've had. We're, or people will, my buddy Doug, he did the same thing. He, he double, he drive double footed with an automatic. You don't do that. Double footed? How do you do that? You'd have your left foot by the brake and your right, your right foot on the gas. Okay. So he, so instead of moving the right foot over and pushing on the brake pedal, he just let up on the gas and pushed the brake. But sometimes he would rest his foot on there. Now, you're going to rest your foot. You're not going to apply the brakes, but you slightly apply them. And what's going to happen is that it's going to get hot. And then they're going to smoke, and then the water's going to warp, the drum's going to warp, and then you're screwed. So you oh, got it, yeah. Wow. See, so it, there's a lot of things about cars that people don't know. If you take care of them and drive them right, or do what you're supposed to do, my brakes will last forever. Where she's not, you know, or what do you get to, or a stop sign? Like you're coming up to a light, mm -hmm. about 350 feet before I get there, I just light off the gas. Yeah. And by the time you get there, you're going slow enough where you just tap the brakes and you stop. Where she's like waits until the last second, puts on the brakes. And what happens is, not microscopically, but, but smaller, what happens is those pads will heat up and that rotor will heat up. And once those, once those caliper releases, it's going to leave a few little chunks of that brake pad on there because it's gotten hot. Oh, yeah. And now it's going to wear, now your brake pads are worn more because oh, yeah. they're getting hot because you stopped too quick. So you need, to, you need to slow it down. A lot of people don't listen to that, but that's the, one of the main reasons why the brakes wear out so quick is because people ride the brake. Oh yeah, my van's got it needs rear brakes again anyway because the last time they checked it, they said yeah you probably you, your fronts are fine but your rear your calipers are yeah you need some brakes so oh yeah, yeah. so yeah. speaking of your mm -hmm. van okay yeah let's talk about what you're going to have to do with your van besides mm. okay we're talking about the brakes the back brakes yeah yeah oh, oh um they listed my um service station that I get the oil changed at Southwest thanks guys anyway uh. Uh, that's where I get my oil change, and they did list that one of the transmission cooler lines or something was seeping. Now, uh, apparently, I don't think these are pressure lines. They're high-pressure lines, so it's not a big deal. But this morning, when I was coming to do our podcast, I happened to notice little dots of oil on the wall there. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's motor oil. I, I, it could be the transmission fluid. And that mm -hmm. would make sense because the other day I'm driving the van, and I smell this oil, burning oil. Oh. And it's not really motor oil. No. It's, so I figured it out. What's happening is those lines are, are dripping, leaking. Okay? And when you drive the car down the road, the wind is going to blow that fluid back on the lines, and it's going to drip down, and it's going to drip down. Oh. And a lot of times, something will happen. That, that oil will land on the exhaust pipe, and it's burned. Ooh. And that's what you smell. That's that smell. It's that, you're not burning oil on the engine. You're burning oil that's dripping onto your manifold, your exhaust manifold. This is red hot. This oh, is, yeah. Yeah, you're going to burn yourself. So. I think that's what the problem is. So I got to get that fixed. That's hmm. you get oil leaks. Yeah, you need to. 
take care of them right away. I mean, there's nothing you just put off. So what right? do you? So, I mean, you're in kind of a a bit of a tricky situation because right. you because you have to get that fixed, yeah. and then you also got to get the the ramp fixed too. No, uh, the ramp is fixed. But ramp you said done. you have to do adjustments to something. Oh yeah, I might have to do the. Uh, adjustments to the ramp probably or maybe some new screws because it's worn out what happens is this ramp folds up and yeah. it just sits there in the van and it shakes and wiggles and rattles and shakes and wiggles and rattles because of vibration in cars it, it, they loosen up you're brand new it wouldn't do that but now that's worn out or clank 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 because it thing anything wears out um and the reason it is because this this wheelchair ramp was used uh, used for a like a 400 pound electric chair, yeah, and that that so the the heavier your appliance is, it's going to wear that ramp out quicker because it's taking more, you know, yeah. up and down. And this was up and down twice a day, 365 days a year, pretty much, except Christmas and holidays. Yeah, and then plus picking the kids up at school, dropping them off, going to the thing, going here. So they put a lot of miles on it, and they put a lot of with the kids and everything. And yeah. yeah, you got your little typical rust and everything in it, but it runs great. Uh, it's no problem. It needs an exhaust, needs a muffler. But all in all, it got good use out of it, but it's not beat. It doesn't have 200,000 on it. I can't remember how many miles on it. Uh, I'd have to look. But, um, but for what it is, it's great. Yeah. So if you go back to that mm -hmm. tra transmission leak or whatever it yeah. is, mm -hmm. how much do you think that's going to cost you? Mm. Well, it depends. It, it depends on what they have to do. Now, they might have to tighten a hose clamp or a mm. fitting or replace the fittings. So it wouldn't be extremely expensive. Okay. You see, it, it's not, it's, a lot of times it's the part that really gets you. It's not the labor. Yeah. It depends on what their labor, what they charge an hour. For. Yeah. Um, but they were nice enough. Um, clock, as a matter of fact, if anybody wonders. Great guys, too. Um, you talking about they, they stopped the bill before it got too crazy. When I had the, I don't know if you remember, I had that air conditioner done that. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And that was extremely expensive. I mean, I think it, we spent more labor. It, we, we spent more labor on it than we did money, basically. Yeah. Because trial and error. Um, and the way the, these are, they, they have an air conditioning condenser in the back, rear back of the van, which is not on passenger cars. Now, the thing is, is this is exposed to the weather. Okay. Now you're going to get salt, salt spray, and mud, and dirt, all kinds of crap on it. Whereas the one that's in front in the engine compartment is protected. Mm -hmm. That's got a plastic cover. You're not going to get any water or see. So that's the only design flaw, especially with the Car Dodge Caravans, the Dodge brand. Yeah. Um, that I've noticed. Any other brand like the Toyota, the Seneca, or mm -hmm. the whatever they use, totally different. But the Caravan usually has on passenger side rear. Yeah. Right up in the same spot. And I've talked to another guy that has a van similar to mine, and it's located in the same place. Now, he hasn't had any problems yet. So what I did is I took it and waterproofed it and put uh, undercoating on it and protected the best I possibly can for this winter. Yeah. In the summer, we'll see. But I'm, I'm, I'm working on a plan. Um, the, the gentleman that sold me the, or not sold me, but gave me the, the van, he knows a lot of CAD CAM. He's very computer out literate. He knows a lot on computer. He can all. He says, "Hey, if you need anything, I can type something up." And I thought, "Here's a good opportunity to make something for that that would cover that, and I could just sell it. I mean, I, I, or I could just, or I could just. Your best bet, I think, would be to sell plans in, in instead of a product, because 
you give those these plans, and that'll show you how to make it out of a certain material that you want to do if you if you're capable of that. Whereas if you're selling kits, now you got to have a manufacturer. Now you got to find somebody to make them. Now you got to have factory workers. You got to if you just sell plants for a certain. It depends on what you charge for the plants, but you can make money that way too. That way. They're going to buy the materials. That way, they're going to work on it. That way, you don't have to worry about, you know, say, hey, it, we're just worried about a plan here. We, we want to see if we can, your average Joe, to follow this plan. Now he's better off. Now I'm going to make more money because people can say, oh, that's a really cool idea. I'm going to get one of those. I'm going to come out with those earlier. Something like that, you know. But just by with making plans. This is in the future. It's not right away. But, mm -hmm. I mean, that now that I have somebody that I can have on the other end design this for me and work with and see if we can get this to fit. It'd be great. I, I could use the income <laughs> effect. He doesn't need it, but I could use it. Um, so but yeah, that's, that's one of the things with the... With the so you're saying the guy would find a... or make a part yeah. for mm -hmm. your so-called piece of the puzzle for the, for the van. Yeah, right. He, he would make it. Yeah. Well, he could, he could... Well, he wouldn't make it. He would design, design the plan it. to it. And then you have to get a yeah. distribution center to make it, mm -hmm. or a warehouse, yeah, or a right, factory, right, or whatever, to right, make it. Yeah. And then you would buy it, or you would sell it. Well, but in your case, you would buy I that would part. Just, I wouldn't make a kit because then you have to. That gets real expensive. I would make instructions. It gives a list of materials. It gives how to do it. It gives warranties or whatever, um, and then it gives little tips or whatever. Would be better because that that way it's it, it printing a plan is cheaper than manufacturing an actual part. Because with that you got manufacturing, you got that's a lot of mess. I'm thinking if and I'm not going to make a killing. I'm just want to have something that that people can say, hey, this is a great idea. I'm going to get one, and it's not going to cost me an arm and a leg. I can build yeah. this myself. Here's the plans. The plans are say 150 bucks. Just so you would have the people buy the parts from whoever well, made, you could, it, made it's it. It's raw materials, you. basically. It could be sheet metal. It could be flat plastic film. It could be rivets. It could be. It be. It be something simple. Say it wouldn't be. It would be if it were attached to be screws or rivets, mm -hmm. which everyone can get. Not everybody has a welder. If you're that capable, yeah, I would make it simple, but yet easy to put together. Easy to find the materials. You know, you just have to buy the plants. So 150 bucks, you're just you're buying it. You're paying 150 bucks for mm -hmm. it, basically, because you got the plant. Yeah, it, it sounds I mean, like it sounds like a good idea. Of yeah, how, I, I know. I, I the, can't the, say it's going to work, but the I one mean, thing I would say is this: mm -hmm. I think it'd be difficult for some people to find the, the material, and to find the material. Yeah, and then actually, if you want them to actually well, chisel it down mm -hmm. to what they need. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Now, you don't get a lot of people to doing that. There's another one though too. Um, now I don't know if you heard of, but nowadays they have these 3D printers. Yeah, those are fantastic. Yeah, My God, you can make anything with those, and it's out of plastic. But then I thought, okay, now there's another route too. Now he could hook something like that up because those usually run off a computer, okay, or a, or or a. Dude, I'm telling you, that's, that's what you should yeah. do. That, yeah, I, I, yeah, that's, that's what you should idea. do. I think that yeah, that 3D printer is what you yeah, should do. What you should do, what you should do, is contact the guy that sold you the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or gave you the yeah. van or sold mm -hmm. it to you, whatever yeah, you want to yeah. call it. Yeah, donated the part yeah. that you need to replace. Mm -hmm. So you go back yeah, to that, Southwest. You know, that could be printed. Just yeah. do this. No, yeah. I'm serious. Yeah, you. This is what you do. You go to Southwest. Uh -huh. You tell them, just look at the part. Yeah. Give me a picture of exact 
of, of that exact part. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you go to your buddy, mm-hmm. and he says, and you say, "Hey, would you consider a buying a three D? We can go print? in these, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's another. Thing. And That's no, I'm idea. serious. That, okay. that way, mm-hmm. that way, it'd be trial and error, but it'd be be your yeah. material, well, and then that way, if I don't know how much three D printers are, but I I'm telling you, what you get. I'm, I'm sure, telling I'm sure you, they're, they're not cheap. But no, I mean, but I'm telling you, doing, you know, it'd be kind of like a business adventure mm-hmm. for both yeah, of you. Yeah, yeah, I, I thought about that. I mean, that. you guys—he's only what in his forties, forties, late forties. I actually—I've never asked him. I—he looks. <laughs> I don't he, know. He looks younger than you. Do. He does look younger than me. Probably not by much, but he's. I'm he, telling you, that's so what. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm telling you. Yeah, I thought or, about it. Yeah, plastic or, or you know what I do? Plastic. I may get into it. Oh, get a three, hey, you go, 3D yeah. printer. Oh, 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 there you go. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that okay. way. Yeah. You do. Yeah. Well, we all three could get into it. Mm. So it says, too. Yes, yes. So he's, they're like, well, you, 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 you got the yeah. space in your apartment right. to let the 3D printer go yeah, right, right. Mm-hmm. without part, any, any yeah. interactions because <clears throat> I'll just leave it there. And the part's not that big. It's made of plastic. Yeah. I don't know what type of plastic they use. I'm not really sure, but it's a heavy plastic. But the thing is, is that when I did look underneath there and figure this out, I saw an existing attachment point for a fender well cover, which this could be attached to also. So there's your attachment point, which is perfect, right where it's supposed to be. And then as it goes underneath, it wouldn't be attached. But there's a lot more to it. But what I can see is that if we do print something like that, we can incorporate it to there's an attachment point right there at a perfect angle where anybody could do it. They're just a plastic plug. You pull them out, you stick them back in. Plain and simple. Whatever. You have your mechanic do it. Dude. You don't have to. So, Dude, I want, uh, yeah, I want I thought, you. Cause, I, I mean, want it's great because now you don't have to worry about replacing that air conditioning condenser because it's expensive, dude. It was like, the bill was like almost $1,400. And that was mostly labor. And they said, you know, he's a first customer. I'm, I don't want to rake him over the coals. Let's, that, we'll, we'll cut it here. We'll, you know, we'll be fine. And, and it was fine after that. But here I'm thinking, now you, you have less to worry about. It's easy to make. Um, you, can, you don't have to put it in yourself. But if you had to, you could, if you were capable, you could. You can make it. Another thing is, is simple insulation. That's what sells, too. If it's complicated and hard, people aren't going to buy it because they don't know. Mm-hmm. If it's simple, like, oh, I got to just pull this plug out with a screwdriver and then mm-hmm. put it back in with a hammer, mm-hmm. I've got those. How many people, you know, they, they ha- still have a hammer screwdriver? Most people yeah. do. Yeah. Most pe- not everybody. I'm not saying everybody does, but, you know. Yeah. So it'd be simple. It'd be, it wouldn't be extremely expensive, de- depending on how you figure that out, because you got cost of materials and you got the machine. Um, but, yeah, I, I, that 3D printer, that, that's a great idea. I, Dude, I, that's an awesome idea. I don't idea. know why I didn't think of that before. But, yeah, okay, yeah. So, here, let's, I'm going to bring something up here. Okay. So, it's also 3D stuff. Right, okay. So, the University okay. of, Wis- of Madison. Um, of Wisconsin? Madison, Wisconsin. University of Madison, Wisconsin. Okay. They're the first ones to create a 3D printer. Mm. To f- to function a human brain tissue. Oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of that too. Yeah, so start to print. So organs. this is the first yeah. device. Heard of that. That's three D. Mm-hmm. That's based on a brain tissue 
that acts like a real brain, uh, a, a real part of the brain that's created. Okay. To, to, well, what's happening is that, that they came up with the idea mm-hmm. that there's in, where, where there's parts of the air of the brain mm-hmm. of medical or disease okay. for some reason. Yeah. They're, they're developing that brain tissue material okay. in 3D okay. to, 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 to adjust to a certain part of the brain that's injured okay. to recreate that part. And what they want to do to that part is to re re. So they graft it into the brain somehow. Now this is this it, now I've I've heard of this too. And what they do is they, they it's a special chemical, but a special solution that's like skin, I guess, or close what? to it, or skin, or some kind of, and they can print it, actually print. Well, I'm going to have to do more research on this. Yeah, I've heard of that though, where they can print earlobes or they can print ears, or they yeah. can do, and it's 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 a it's a base, but actually skin will adhere to it and grow with it. Mm-hmm. Like a, like a, yeah, they're, they're, they're medical technology is getting really advanced now. It's, it's incredible. That's neat. So the That's website, neat, yeah. the website. Okay. That you can find this. It's actually more like a bioprinting is mm. what it really is. Mm-hmm, mm, so mm. it's called cell. I heard bioprinting, yeah. So it's called okay. celllink.com. Mm-hmm. And then you would, uh, Hash mark, no, not hash mark, but that that uh that uh line, that back line, and then you would go to, and then you and then you would type what dash is BioLink, and that will take you to that website. I know it's twenty nine degrees. It's cold. It's cold. (laughs) Ron wants to take his. Wheelchair and go down to a. I'll just warm. Fine. It's it's it will be easier because it's not really that far. It's There's not no sense in van, driving the van there and getting it back out again. And van. Right, so well, we can always take my edge. Oh, that's true too. We'll see. Well, we can, we, well, 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 we may see if we can get you in the in in the edge to see okay. how it works. Oh, well, that's gonna be a different one. Okay. No, we could just Why look at we, it. Yeah. You know, have you? We could look. Do you have a measuring tape? Yeah. I ch- okay. Yeah. Bring that with you. That way we can measure and make sure that I got a feeling that's might fit. And you don't wouldn't have to take the wheels off either. No. We'll go look. We'll, we'll go we'll look. Tell, uh, we'll go look, we go Mike. Lunch, we'll, we'll go if, grab tape measure. We'll go down to your car and we'll measure it. See yeah. what it says. And if so, maybe we could do it today. We could try it out. Or yeah. some Whatever. other time too. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. But going back to this 3D mm-hmm. and we're talking about the 3D part for Ron's van. Yep. Dude, that might be... Oh, yeah, dude, that might be yeah. a good idea. I, I, yeah, I, I, I want, was thinking about that the other way. I, what I want you to do, um, and I don't know how fast your buddy responds. Yeah, you see, he's got kids too. And well, he's a very busy guy. So well, this I, is what know, I, but I could, I could. Now he has mentioned to me that he does have capability of doing CAD CAM, or if you need anything or assistance, let me know because I can do it for you. I'm like, oh, this is the way. Go. Yeah, this is the way I would mm-hmm. ask him. I was like, hey, I know this is a far fetch. Uh-huh. E- leave him an email or leave him a, mm-hmm. maybe an email would be better. I talk to him frequently. Mm-hmm. Or yeah. call him I on call the phone, him yeah. leave him an answer. It's like, hey, mm-hmm. so there's a part of my car mm-hmm. that's leaking. Mm-hmm. You tell him the part. Mm-hmm. I want to know if we can actually make a 3D part for that part. Mm-hmm. 
of the car. I think we could. I, I, I really think we could. I'd have to do some more research on where it's going to fit. But the but other day, this like this past summer, I was underneath the van. I was working, doing some body work on it. Yeah. And I happened to crawl under – well, not crawl under there because I can't. But I just happened to look just at certain angles to see and thought, aha. So, yeah. And if we can yeah. – if you say to him, mm-hmm. look, I think we can make a part for yeah. this for this right. section. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We – my buddy Andre – Mm-hmm. Wants to figure out if we can get a 3D uh, a printer, mm-hmm. and we'll have to figure out how much. Now we'll just have to look at how much it's going to cost to get a 3D printer. Mm-hmm. But if he's the brains of it, mm-hmm. and he knows how to put them together, mm-hmm. that's I mean yeah. he's that intelligent. Yeah. It, no, it, so it, I'm saying that right. He may not know right away how mm-hmm. that 3D printer works, mm-hmm. but if he is able to buy or not, if we're if we're well, able we to could, buy, we could if all we, invest. If we, we go on thirds, if go we all on invest in a 3D printer, this. yeah, that would be great. Yeah. And then that way, mm-hmm. he's not full custody of the fin- oh, yeah, finances, yeah, or you yeah. or mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. and try out. We have nothing to lose, and right, it yeah. doesn't mean that in the in the future we can't use that three D mm-hmm. printer for something different. Mm-hmm. So we could use that three D printer for something that comes up. Okay. So that's actually a good idea. And this yeah, I didn't think of that until just a while ago. And yeah, like, yeah, that would be a good. Cause and I th- and I really do think this <clears throat> this BioLink. Yeah. Uh, this BioLink. Yeah, that's interesting. Three uh, D for the brain tissue. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm telling you? That would be awesome. It's hey, part, now is that for just major brain injuries? Say anybody that has a head injury. Well, that, 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 I think that's a certain type or something because well, I've got I, a buddy that has a head injury and he's not the same. And if no. they had that and you could, they could help him out. That would be wonderful. I think it's more like brain. Yeah, I, I think they're. I, I have to do more research. I should have done no, more research. No, but, no, I mean, but this story just where, came yeah. up. The story okay, of yeah. this brain, the, the story of the biolink. dot mm-hmm. com. The story of the brain tissue stuff just came up t- today on Saturday. Okay. Okay. So when you listen to it on Sunday, you're like, "Oh, what's going on?" Yeah. Well, it's because they first. It's because they've just recently published this out. Mm-hmm. When I was reading it online yeah. and the, how it works. There's a lot of words in there I don't even understand because I'm not a scientist. Right. Exactly. So, yeah. so, but this is this is gonna be unique because right. if, they, if they could help people with Alzheimer's, dementias, mm-hmm. and yeah. all this. Speaking of dementia and Alzheimer's, or drug or drug addiction. Yeah. I think I said this to you, mm-hmm. not on the podcast, yeah. but, and I wish I remember the doctor's name. Right. And they're using ultrasound mm-hmm. to correct people's uh, a, 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 a brain of their section of the brain. Okay. And okay. what that okay. ultrasound uh-huh. is doing uh-huh. is that it's eliminating mm-hmm. the it's eliminating that uh, that uh, that connection. Mm-hmm. Of addiction, of wanting that addiction to continue. Oh right, yeah, okay. And I, I can't yeah. remember what it's called. I, I think I wrote I it down. Hey, there goes your homeless cure right there, because uh, you know a lot of people now. Yeah. A lot of people think that now some of these homeless people are mentally, but a lot of them are drug addicts. They're crackheads. They're you know, 
because they got into a point where, and I'll give you a perfect, I got a buddy that's like that. He went doing that crack, and now he's homeless. And so there is another cure too. There goes your homelessness. Now you, now you, you aren't hooked on it. You don't have to live on the streets. You're not an addict anymore. Yeah. So you can live a better life. That's yeah. that's great. There's there's part of the problem. Now there's mental illness too, but it's drugs and mental illness mostly. And it, it, it the I think we're gonna probably cure it with the drugs before we would the mental illness. I don't know, but I get your point. That's a great idea too. That's I mean, so that would be. Uh, but I, I mm-hmm. think what are we gonna do? Is that next week Saturday or next week that you come by? Okay. I'm gonna do between the between the t- these two podcasts, right? Because I have one for sports and mm-hmm. one for this type of stuff. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna do more research. I mm-hmm. saw this guy on 60 Minutes, okay, the doctor, mm-hmm. and he was on 60 Minutes 20 years ago for something else. Okay, but he's like okay. this super so smart. He's probably, he's probably been doing this all his life. He's probably been. Well, he's a scientist. Yeah, a scientist like he's, he's trying, trying to figure, figure things out. out. Yeah. And he I mean, he said it in his sixty minutes report, like some ways this ultrasound mm-hmm. should not be legal because they don't know the Oh, they don't know the outcome of it or they don't know not the long term yeah. effects. Like say X ray. Yeah. If you get too many X rays it can be long term effects. But yeah. if you if you, okay, I got you, yeah. So mm-hmm. the I think when I was watching this, mm-hmm. there were three guys or four people that took this ultrasound, brainwave mm-hmm. activity stuff. And I guess two out of four mm-hmm. went through it or processed mm-hmm. them through it. And one of the guys I interviewed, it was a successful. Wow, that's great. The mm-hmm. other two, mm-hmm. one guy, I think he backed out of it while they were doing those sessions and all mm-hmm. that, but he still is addicted to drugs. But the other guy relapsed. But his relapse isn't as bad as it used to be. So now they're just... Well, right. They're not perfect, it used to it's be. not perfected yet. They're still yeah. working on it. So, so this guy didn't quite, and this guy did, but they're still in development, I guess it were, right? So, I mean, okay. <coughs> basically, when yeah. I'm talking about this now, Mm-hmm. It's basically really unprofessional of me to talk about it because I'm not giving the doctor's right. name, the the, no, right, you know, the, right. the university. What, I think it's University it? yeah. of Virginia. Virginia, okay, okay. Right. So I think yeah. that's where is that? I think that's where he's located. Mm-hmm. You but know, uh, but this is I'm telling you. Yeah, that's neat. That's pretty cool, and you I know, think that. Well, I tell you this: if that brain tissue stuff. Yeah, works. Mm-hmm. They could probably fix my part of my brain that has this whole yeah the nerve system. The, yeah, because there's the one right, thing about strokes. The okay. The one thing about strokes, and I really don't really know much about strokes because yeah, my I'm know. not I, my parents were not very doctor type people, yeah. so they didn't really have really to understand the whole scientist thing. Right. Gotcha. But sure. if there's a part of my brain that is not triggering the nerves mm-hmm. senses. Mm-hmm. And they fix that. Yeah, I would love to be one of the first people to oh, to yeah, try it. Yeah. Here, I'm your guinea pig. But I'm pretty sure I'd be up mm-hmm. and awake when that mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. They won't put me under because mm-hmm. if they put you under, mm-hmm. and that's the same thing about the, the guy with ultrasound. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, 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 they won't. A, they won't put me under completely because they want to make sure that they're right. not, you know, no, I, misfunctioning I yeah. of my rest of my brain. Well. 
So well, that's when they knock you out. There's a there's they don't just knock you out. There's there's a certain way to do it, and you could they can overdo it. They could kill you. So that another anesthetization or or when they put you to sleep or whatever that that's can yeah. make a big difference too. With me, they have to watch me because I got a condition, mm-hmm. um, and not like normal people where they he'll he'll be all right. We'll keep an eye on him, but this guy oh he's this way. So we better keep an eye on when they do his anesthesia. Everybody is different. Well, anesthesia, um, yeah, that's But dangerous, what's yeah. really neat about some medical fields is that sometimes they find one product that works on this, works on another thing, say Viagra, for instance. That's wild. First it was for the heart. Now it's for getting a heart. I well, mean, it, you got a double-purpose drug it, there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's neat because it's now if the they would start figuring this stuff out, um, I'll tell you, there's a lot of guys on YouTube, and uh, there's several, about three or four guys, I think, that do like a, I'll try it before you buy it. They'll get certain products, like paint, for instance. Yeah. And they will, just like, I don't know if you're familiar with Mythbusters, but they do the same thing. Let's yeah. take these pieces of steel, let's expose them to this for yeah. a certain amount of time, for a certain way, double coat, scratch coat, with different types to figure which basic characteristics of this paint is good. Yeah. And the one paint that I usually would buy mm-hmm. wasn't as good as what this other paint was. Yeah. And I was really surprised. And that it was just factual because he researched and he put his research down on black and white and said, look, this one did this good, this one did this good, this one did that. But this one doesn't have the UV protection that this one does. Yeah. Which is okay, but now as far as adhesion goes or we're not going to peel off and think, this has a good one, but this one doesn't. Yeah. So, they all, so he narrowed it down to a certain one, which mm-hmm. is great. So he's doing the research. Now you know what product to use and you know it's going to be a good product instead of trial and error. Yeah, you buy a product and it doesn't work. And you go, I'm out. I bought that already. Mm-hmm. If I had known that, I wouldn't have bought. It. I would have bought this stuff and use this. Mm-hmm. And I love those shows because do you know, do they you know, do the research for you. They they so you know what's going on. Do you, you know at least you know. one of those guys a YouTube page? I, not offhand, I do not. Okay, no. I sometimes got, I've about subscribed to so many YouTube channels and make your head spin. Thousands. I but mean, I, I yeah. There's, oh, speaking of that stuff, yeah, there's thousands. You there's, and I. They mm-hmm. tell me that I need to create a YouTube page. Mm-hmm. So, okay. and I'm going to put my, I'm going to probably buy a camera. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to probably set it up there. Mm-hmm. And it's going to come back to us. Mm-hmm. So we'll be kind of like facing it mm-hmm. and talking about it. Because okay. I guess that's the thing. I kind of like this radio thing where people don't you see You know, me. I do too. Because but I've I, seen those where they, they podcast, but they broadcast it too. And I'm like, well, I. I what like I'm old school. Just hear the voice. I'm old school too. But I feel I mean, like I feel like in order to get my podcast out there better. Yeah, well, everybody's yeah, everybody's doing like Logan does it. And yeah. There's a lot of people that do it. Yeah, um, and that's. Do you ever watch Logan? No. I like Logan. I, I know you. Do. I do like I, Logan. Rogan Logan. talks about everything. He's, I like Logan. It, he talks about everything. He's, the people that go onto his show. It's, it's a surprise. I've seen them. Um, who did he have on a show one time? I, I just briefly have me flipping through. Um, Hulk Hogan. Oh, yeah, um, all these old guys, but mm-hmm. they're, you'd be surprised how these guys' attitudes are. You wouldn't think what they're the way they are, but they actually, and he'll talk to them. I don't, you know, I'm not really a fan of his show because I'm not in his, uh, his political repertoire or whatever it is. Well, he's um, not. But really, otherwise, he's not really Republican or Democrat. He just makes oh. fun of them both. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'd have to actually watch it to take. But I don't. I've heard, I've heard different opinions. I've heard this, that, and the other. You should yeah, watch. Especially nowadays, everything's so people are more 
of who you like and, and what your outlook on life is as, as it used to be, you know? I feel Which like you should watch. sad, but, well, but you I find, could, you know, You should find an episode maybe, yeah. of Rogan's okay. I, I that interests you. For, yeah, yeah. Like okay. um, civilization in a right. uh, ancient civilization based on how things were put together. Mm-hmm. There are scientists that talk about that. Mm-hmm. Mechanically and everything else with it. Yeah, you know. So that's I, something that you'd be into. I was watching something that the other day on TV, similar to that. Mm-hmm. Um, how mm-hmm. things came to be mm-hmm. um, through civilizations. Mm-hmm. Um, and it goes back, and it's like, you know, these people did this, but you didn't hear about this because it was the same thing. Like somebody is explaining, uh, it's time to explain the Bible. It's like, okay, well, here, look, this guy came by and gave me a loaf of bread. Oh, I'm cured. Loaf of bread came down from heaven. Not really. It's some guy that was being nice and helped him out. Mm-hmm. But they stretched the story and changed it a little bit to make it look, ooh, holy and angels. And all. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it could be a representation of what somebody thought that was. No, it didn't come down from heaven. But I'm going to put that because it sounds good. Now they'll read it. But, oh, ooh, yeah, I'm going to read this now. It came down from heaven. Yeah. I don't I, know how that happened, but that's interesting. When in actuality, that it wasn't that. And the guy was researching this. And I thought, now that would make sense. How are we going to prove it? We weren't back there. We can't go back there. No. So we can't really prove But as a whole, as something that you would think of, that would kind of make sense. Because different centuries, people only knew about certain things. Back, they used to think the heart was, uh, was your heat pump. That's what made your body warm. Or that's what made your body, your, that was your brain. Or, See, they they didn't cut people open yet. They didn't have any, so they would assume. Mm-hmm. So that's in what some of these Bible readings that they would say, okay, well, no, it wasn't manna from heaven. This guy was up on a building. Hey, you want some bread? That's good. Threw it down to me and I ate it. It's not <laughs> coming from the heaven. See, it's an interpretation. It's yeah. a different interpretation. And I'm not seeing the Bible. I'm not saying all that. I'm just saying this guy made a point and so interests me like, okay. So Ron wants to find a that. church to let's go to. He wants to go to a church um, no, where I, they explain I, to him how to be a better Christian. I'm just, I'm <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> Ron's like, no, I do not. No. I did not say that. No, I don't. No, no, Do I ever put words that. in my mouth? I didn't say that. Ron, no, you're already no, halfway there. You no, can't yeah, stand you up. To, no, you can actually kneel yeah. down. Right. And now right, you can pray right, like you kneel down. I was always told, my mother told me that it doesn't matter where you worship. You can even worship on the toilet. God doesn't care because you're he's, he'll talk to anybody anywhere. It doesn't matter to him. He 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 made you. So why would he be grossed out? Oh, it's a big dump today, huh? Oh, hard last night. Yeah. Well, okay. What's on your agenda? What do we got going here? Okay. Well, God, see this and that. It doesn't matter. So, and and it, nothing wrong with worship. I'm not saying you don't have to go to church. I'm not saying you should go to. Church. I'm not saying. Hey, I'm just saying that you worship in your own way. What makes you comfortable? Mm-hmm. And if everybody can handle that, that's fine. Mm-hmm. There wouldn't be all these wars. It wouldn't be these holy wars. There wouldn't be bullshit over there in, mm-hmm. in you know, in the Middle East and all. It, yeah, it I wouldn't don't. be that. It's, it's like it's. it's I've terrible. never. I, it's just like you know. I'm. I'm not gonna. I don't care if you paint yourself purple and hang off your building with an ankle and spin around and saying you're good. That's your religion. If you want to do that, that's fine. I have nothing against it. I think it's a little dangerous and stuff. I'm out of a few opinions, but I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the problem. It's like. Worship the way you want to, and don't worry about anybody else's business. Yeah, and th- that's where religion. Yeah, here's a, yeah. here's what I would tell you. You know, I I've never liked going to <laughs> church because I'm like I do. 
how do you well this is just i'm gonna make it just well, a simple yeah i'm yeah, just go gonna ahead. explain this simple i've got another me. comment on that but go ahead, go ahead. I'll, go ahead. I'll 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 explain it simple now clearly the bible has been interpreted so many times mm-hmm. and the arabics are the one of the, the arabic people are the one of the first mm-hmm. people to create yeah, language really, yeah and the yeah. translation of these, all these Old Testament yeah, lost scrolls, as it were, lost scrolls yeah. and all this. Yep. Okay. And then the Book of Enoch is not in, in the original; is not in the Bible because it doesn't follow the the okay. Roman Catholic Church system. Ah. But <clears throat> okay. the thing that gets me is that these preachers and priests are so certain, based on the sixty-six books of the Holy Bible, the Bible mm-hmm. that the Roman the, the the Roman Catholic Church, the Roman uh, di- uh, the diocese of the time mm-hmm. is not the same of the Catholic diocese of today, mm-hmm. but of the of the time. Correct. Yeah. Decided what books would be in and what books would not be in at all. Okay. So the thing that gets me is that all these preachers and all these mm-hmm. priests are repeating the same story over and over again, have the same sermon every year Mm -hmm. based on the time of the year. In April, there's going to be a Passover, Mm -hmm. celebration of the Passover of Mm -hmm. Jewish and mostly Christians Mm -hmm. when Jesus Mm -hmm. was going to Jerusalem Jerusalem, and then he died on the cross for our sins or for Christians out there. Mm -hmm. So that happens every year. The preacher, doesn't matter you're Catholic or Jew or or or, or, or Christian reform or reform or, or or Lutheran or whatever, right. they s- give you the same sermon every year. Mm-hmm. But what makes it so difficult for me is like, yeah, I get what you're saying, yeah, yeah. but you're not focusing on actually the. L- you're supposed to focus on the energy of what life is really about. Mm-hmm. It's about the moment. It's about now. Mm-hmm. It's about mm-hmm. embracing the idea of of what the Creator, or what God has mm-hmm. given all of us right now. Right. And and just to go outside, just to feel the cold air, mm-hmm. just to get to a point where you get back to warm temperature, mm-hmm. just to be able to go out to the lakeshore, just going out with your friends, mm-hmm. just. And I'm not talking about just friends to get drunk and all that, but just just having a peaceful moment of yeah. just of just being human mm-hmm. right. and the church is always focusing on redemption or your soul and then mm-hmm. forgiveness or your sinner mm-hmm. or your believer and all this mm-hmm. but in reality the bible is such a loose transcript of the original word that that people need to kind of chill out a little bit. I I don't think people do. No. I think the, no, I, the, the yeah, past and the preacher extreme, do. Sure, yeah. But I do think that mm-hmm. in some ways they say that in this time and era of our life in our society, yeah. because church is becoming much more depleted as a place that no one goes to, they're kind of blaming society troubles because people... Mm-hmm. Are not married and don't get together, okay. and they for an answer basically. Well, no, it's not so much that. I'm gonna, you know, it's not so much that. I mean, like the home front, mm-hmm. the structure of the home, 
mm-hmm. have such been and depleted, and a lot of the they think it's because people are not religious no more. Their aspect of religion has actually been more disciplined than anything else. You don't do this. There's the Ten Commandments. There's mm-hmm. things that you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You're supposed to find a spiritual lover who also is going to be a physical lover mm-hmm. on earth. Then you have kids, and then you have grandkids, and then you die. But the thing is, is that they are, some people are connecting that because people are less religious, mm-hmm. our society is becoming more uh, erratical. Yeah. But in reality, it's your morals that's become more radical. It's the oh, common yeah, yeah, sense. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. It's the common yeah. sense. The logic mm-hmm. is becoming less right. well, uh, uh, less structured. Yeah, I'm, I'm kind of thinking that um, people that church on Sunday, party on Monday, they just go to church because everybody else goes to church. They just do it because they do it, and you're supposed to. Well, I think Where they don't. They don't really just do oh, Sunday again. Okay, okay, let me see. We got 15 more minutes. If I do it right, I can take a little nap here, and nobody will notice or whatever. And it's like, okay, that's fine. But if if you want to go there because you really want to be there and you want to worship and you do it, you're next to God, that's great. But don't do it because everybody else do it. Don't because it's wow. a thing. It, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, you know, a lot of people do that, but that's what kind of bugs. If you're religious, fine. If you're not, then Try to pretend to be, you know. No, you know what I'm saying? but I, I think mean, it's I, I, you know, and and I've got nothing wrong with religion. I have nothing against. It. I think it's wonderful. It's, it's something that somebody can have that they can hold and they cherish and they and they live on that. You know, yeah. I get that. But yeah, I just everybody's different. Everybody's got their own opinion, which I do too. And I, like I said earlier, I'm not opposed to any other religion. You worship the way you want. I'm just saying that some people, if they really want to do it, that's fine. But don't say you go to church because you like God or this. It, Go there, be because it's a thing to. It's like a thing to do. Like I you think said, my like aunt, when you were a kid, most of the people in your neighborhood, or your school, everybody would Christian would go to church. at what they do. Well, I, I'll tell you this, and, which is fine, but I'll tell you this: my my sister and my brother in law go to church, and they go to like a smaller church. Okay, yeah. And when my dad passed away, mm-hmm. they had a memorial and all that the night before okay. and the day after. Okay. Of the, in the day of the funeral and all okay. that. And they had like 95% of the people show up from the church mm-hmm. asking them what, how they're feeling. Mm-hmm. My other two siblings, mm-hmm. the other three siblings, mm-hmm. it's a fractural of what they had. Mm-hmm. And for some people, church is a community. Oh yeah, yeah, and right, it's right. it's yeah. a safe place that's for them to go, and a safe place for them to go interact and all that area. stuff. Yeah, okay. Which is that's what churches, sure, communities, yeah. supposed yeah, to be like. Yeah, that's true too. Yep. So yeah. that in itself is right. what's good about the community. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of like what you're th- saying. Mm-hmm. You, they, there are too many people out there who pretend to be Christians right. or Catholics right. or Jews, yeah. and, I'm a Christian. and they're not, and they're. And they're not so. What's your like? I feel like. You know, I mean, well, it's, it's I'm not saying explain. I'm not just saying. I'm giving an example. Like, what's people's of Christian? What's their outlook? Everybody's got their own opinion, I guess. But well, no, I, I think. I, you're, yeah, you're right. I. I think I there's a lot of people out there that have mm-hmm. skeletons in their closets. Oh, oh sure. So, yes. and I think they, I think they're yeah. very good at mm-hmm. hiding with their yeah. true. Uh, Indiwendos or whatever oh, yeah, they're, they're yeah, into. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, I. I 
But the thing about what got me is just almost as phoniest phony, phony am- like, atmosphere. Yeah, yeah. yeah like and you could tell that you got you could tell that people didn't really want to be there. Yeah. And yeah. either did I. Yeah. I'm like, no, I, yeah, I know, I get it. Especially when you're a kid. When you're a kid, it's boring. Oh my lord. Now here's a funny thing. As I grew into adults, church wasn't that big a deal anymore. Now, now, what's funny is when you're a kid, you're bored. You aren't paying attention. You don't want to be there. Can't say the reason. But when you get to be an adult, you start to listen and be like, "Ooh, he makes a good point in a sermon." Now, now I've been to different churches before, and I've been to certain sermons, and I thought, "Wow, that's kind of interesting." Now, I'm interested in it. I want to hear what he's saying. So yeah. You can interpret it better when you're an adult rather as if you would if you're a little kid. Yeah. You don't really, and you, I think Sunday school is okay because you can draw and color and whatever. But, you know. Well, you know, it, it, it's. A lot of people go to church because mm-hmm. they have kids. And the reason why they go to church yeah. is because church has a set of uh, boundaries and morals mm-hmm. standards. So but, yeah. basically, they well, teach you to, to be kind to the yeah. weak, mm-hmm. to be meek. To share, mm-hmm. to be like Jesus, mm-hmm. and and by following like Jesus mm-hmm. to accept Gentiles and all the mm-hmm. other people in the world is what you want them to do. Mm-hmm. So, and the moral story of Jesus is going to be be kind to people who are not kind to you, because mm-hmm. he basically died on the cross, and because right, the yeah, Jewish yeah. community mm-hmm. rejected him as their as yeah. their lead Messiah. And, you know that. What so, I think is a real test on that, I'm just going to briefly touch on that, is that it's hard to be nice to people that aren't nice to you. It's very hard. Yeah. If you can do that, you're a good person. You're, you got guts. You got, to me, I can't do I have trouble with that. Yeah. I, you have to be nice. If you're going to come off and be a prick on me, well, I'm going to be a prick right back to you. See yeah. what I'm saying? But, no, I get that. Yeah. But that's, that's the basis <laughs> of why people go to mm-hmm. church to take their kids to church. Mm-hmm. And Great learning example. That's fine. Well, sure. yeah, I mean, I'll well, tell you no, this. It, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that you're gonna have good kids. It just means no. that you've been taught to, to, yeah. taught, to teach right. them how to be right. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, if you focus too much on the religious uh, rule aspect mm-hmm. of the yeah. church, right. and you forget to just tell your kids that they that you love them. Mm-hmm. Or just appreciate them, or mm-hmm. just do kind things to you for your kids. Mm-hmm. That can go a lot more further than having some guy yap about how he knows what Matthew two verse fourteen to seventeen or means. They can, they can flip up a verse for you. Yeah, the tip of their head, and that's their tongue, and they can. That's know, why Daniel five fifteen says blah, blah, blah. they can quote you, quote you, quote you, and they're like, okay, but you memorize that, and yeah. maybe those are some, but. It depends on what how you interpret that too. Mm-hmm. It could be t- somebody could read it and think totally interpret it totally different than what you did. Yeah, uh, so people are that way. It's just how you interpret it. So you have to it's, understand yeah. that church is not yeah. the real issue. No, it's the way that you bring up your kids mm-hmm. is the mm-hmm. real issue. Mm-hmm. It's that unconditional love that you have for your kids no, I, and understanding yeah, of you and your kids are individual individual have individuality. Know about God and, and make it yeah, church. Sure, I mean, I can see that. Yeah, and the course. part of the church, the reason why people mm-hmm. are Christians or Jews mm-hmm. or Muslims is because mm-hmm. they're afraid of dying. Mm-hmm. Death is a very mm-hmm. scary th- and it's a very it good thing. And it it's a very scary yeah. thing because it's a process of life to understand mm-hmm. that. You're here temporarily yeah. to enjoy 
the planet, to, to enjoy God's planet. What's funny about that, this, though, is we'll never understand. Now, we have, I've had heard some stories where people have died on the operating table, and they came back to life, luckily. Mm-hmm. But when you ask them, hey, did you see a light? Did you see this? Some people say yes. Some people say no. Now, whether that's a, a safety device to put you at ease when you do die, because who isn't afraid of dying? Everybody is. I am, too. Yeah. But I was always told when you get older, your attitude, like you said, you notice that in your dad. He's like, hey, I got to go, but I don't give a shit. I'm ready. I'm ready. You can throw everything at me you want. I have no problem with it. I'm ready to go. Well, I don't think. You I know, don't think. I, it's, I, I, I can't, we can't. We can't fathom that because we're not in that situation yet. We don't know. You know, I don't know if there's a great beyond. I don't know. If we, don't, we don't know unless we like he didn't. Here, I'm going to correct you. Yeah. He didn't say he didn't give a shit. He's ready no, to go. No, I meant he's he, more at ease with it. How's yeah. that? So he accept it better. I think okay. the thing is, like, when yeah. my dad got diagnosed with cancer yeah. four and a half years ago, mm-hmm. he only had about three months left at the okay. time yeah. before even chemo. Okay. He responded to certain chemo pretty good. The start good. of the time yeah. was yep. very, pretty much weak. Mm-hmm. So he had to take the lesser of the, the, the two, the better chemo. Right. Good. He, surprisingly, didn't complain about chemo mm-hmm. and, and radiation and mm-hmm. uh, trans radiation and uh, all these transfusions and all this, yeah. which is amazing because my dad was very much a positive and panistic person. Okay. So his negativity would come out some form of shape, mm-hmm. and a lot of times it was based on humor. Okay. But. When he had cancer, you didn't hear none of that. Right. He wasn't really right. negative. Now, no. I think, I think, I think the fact that my mm-hmm. my dad was dying, he somewhat became religious again or spiritual. Oh, okay. Where he he and two other guys had have a cross. Okay. And it identified with their. Uh, being reborn Christians. Okay. All three of them. Mm-hmm. And his perspective of life was to enjoy time with all his kids and his grandkids mm-hmm. as much as he could. Oh, sure. So yeah, the yeah, focus great. was though differently than where am I going? How? What am I going to do tomorrow? What am I going to do mm-hmm. next week? And all right, that. Yeah. Yeah. So... <coughs> I don't think, I think he, I don't even think when he died on that day, December 30th, he knew that he was going to die. I think he kind of knew subconsciously that this is very coming do. to the end. I think they do. I but, think right. Yeah, they know. They but they I know. think the thing is that he was very much <coughs> trying to carry on to, he's trying to stay around as, as long as he could. He, he wanted to stay around and make sure everything's going to be okay for when he did go. Everybody's going to be taken care of. So, okay, gotcha, sure. So Absolutely. he he actually asked, well, <clears throat> my well, I think both my sisters, or at least one of them. Right. He gave that look to my sister and asked her, do you really think I'm going to die today or soon? And she kind of nodded her head. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Dad, I really do. I think, I, I think you fought a good fight and you did your best and, Mm-hmm. She said, I don't know quote what exactly what she said, but no, she, I, she said right. in that form and yeah, yeah. shape. And when he finally laid down for the last time, because mm-hmm. for the last two and a half hours that we were there, he was sitting up, 
uh, laying back down, sitting up, laying back down, yeah. sitting up. Right, yeah. That's but he was yeah, breathing was like he was, like what I would call yeah, like yeah. he was a. It's a death death breath or what they call, or it's uh, called a death rattle. Well, I don't know I've if it was it death before. rattle or not, but his yeah. stomach and his whole was all up Start, and down, yeah. up and yeah. down. But he was tr- really trying to catch his breath. The catch, uh-huh. the thing I would compare it to is like a splinter. After yeah. you run, oh, let's say. Right. He's just out of breath all the time, just talking. And, and you're just like, just, yeah. you yeah. got to let the sprinter yeah. catch his breath, yeah, okay. and then he'll, the heart rate go down and everything else. At that time, his heart rate was probably pretty high, oh, and they yeah, turn yeah. off all the, well, when I got there, they didn't even have the, you know, the they, monitors they on. Them on. Yeah, they unplugged everything. They didn't even have it on because I think the, all these uh, uh, nurses and doctors just kind of knew this is, Gonna be the end. Yeah, yeah, r- right. But, um, but I think that. Explain my dad. When we were teenagers, we didn't ever go to church again. We party ever. We just no, didn't I do didn't. That. No, as a teenager. But no, as, little kids, little as kids, as little kids, yeah, we so did yeah. because my mom wanted yeah. to go to that church uh-huh. that she grew up. Yeah, yep. and all that. Same here. But as yep. we got older, mm-hmm. they didn't go to church, no, and a lot of it had to do with my parents separating. Or the yeah. or the separation but, you know, before they actually separated. Yeah. So they were basically, I would say, mm-hmm. in their early forties. Okay. Yeah. They okay. were already kind of not enjoying each other's company. Right. Okay. By the time they hit that f- that fifties age, uh-huh. when my dad actually did was yeah. he did and it went off. Yeah. They were. That they were never going to get back together, okay. but, but I think, again, when I tell people, people really do become like somewhat spiritual again on the verge yeah, of death. Right. Yeah. If yeah. you yeah. have that in your in your blood or your genetic gene, mm-hmm. I do believe that some people have the God gene and some people don't. The God gene is yeah, usually right, people that yeah, yeah. Yep. anything that when they it, talk yeah. about spiritual beliefs, mm-hmm. the brain activity mm-hmm. of the frontal lobe becomes active. Mm-hmm. People that have never believed in God and who are more atheist, mm-hmm. agnostic people, mm-hmm. they don't have that activity in the brain when they talk about religion or spirituality or going exactly, to heaven yeah. or hell. Yeah. So I do think that it's possible. But no, again, I, I, I just feel has like... a lot to do with how you're going to enter death and, and when it's going to happen. Your brain's going, not yet, not yet, not yet. Your body's going, come on. Your brain's going, no, nope, not yet. We're good. I'll let you know when we're ready. Yeah, I get you. There's a certain yeah. time point. My so mother knew when she was ready. She said, I've, I've had it, I'm done. And, and I, didn't know, I didn't know what day it was. Uh, the day she died, I was there late. She'd already passed when I got there. Uh, I thought she was going to be fine. I just assumed she didn't. So how many and days before really she fine. gave you the time before she said she, oh, she actually well, died? No, it was, I can't remember. But I remember the day that she passed because my wife says, I'm going to go see your mom. Do you want to go with me? I says, well, I'll catch up with you later. I'm going to get up and do a shower. And I'm everything would be fine and i got in the shower and i just finished the shower and my phone rang and she told me about it. yeah all right i'll be there in a minute so i didn't actually see her go no, i but was there after she had but how long ago did she said she was done in chemo and then that oh happened. gosh that was like about a month maybe okay it just wasn't working and she felt miserable yeah she she, she had gray skin my mother is just a tiny little thing. God, she's no more than five foot something. Just a tiny little Irish woman that, that just had her life. And when you looked at her, you thought, yeah, 
She looks like a ghost. She said, I yeah. feel like I look like a ghost and I've had it. I yeah. just want to go. I'm I'm not I, I can't go anymore. I'm I'm done. I know you might not like it and you might piss you off, but I'm sorry. And I said, Well, that's okay. So yeah, yeah I get it's, it. Yeah. I get it. Yeah. Yeah, it's a bummer. Mm-hmm. We've gone over an hour. Oh, jeez. It's an hour and 20 yeah. minutes. That was, a, that was a good one, though. That's, That's a, good a good one. That's a good one, yeah. I don't, good, good I don't know how to end it in a kind of way. But I'm going to end it now. And I'm gonna, I, 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 I hope this is a learning experience for everyone yeah. who is disabled and not disabled, mm-hmm. uh, who talk about uh, vehicles mm-hmm. and equipment and 3D mm-hmm. uh Three D equipment for vehicles mm-hmm. or three D yep. bio uh byproducts for the brain tissues and mm-hmm. all that. Uh and we talk we talked about God again and religion yeah. and whatever. Mm-hmm. And we just touched on it, yeah. Yeah, we touched on With it. With no I'm opinions. We just we discuss it and say, you know, but everybody's got their own opinion. Yeah. So and, and, and I I guess I'm gonna end it at I finally finished my Guns N' Roses oh tattoo. Yeah. Looks good. I did good work. Yeah, I love it. I, I, if I get a tattoo, I might go there. I, I think about that. Yeah, you want to go there? I might. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to look and see what I want. You I mean, could. once you get it on, that's your. That's it. You could I mean, you get, get it off lasered, but that's cost money too. You could get a so. tattoo of your family's. Um, yeah, I, you know, it'd have to do something with with family or something serious. I mean, I, I've noticed some people get tattoos at a certain time in their life, a big deal. Like when they quit drinking or when they stop being an addict or when they discover God or whatever. And it's a symbolized kind of thing. And so it, to me, they're important. They, yeah. they means they represent something. And it, 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 it's a big decision to have one. Once you have it on, yeah, you can get it removed, but it's going to cost you. So, yeah. So thank you for listening to the Crazy Drain Podcast yeah, show. Thank you. Thank you, Ron, for showing up. Hey, great. Glad to be here. That's awesome. We'll do it again. We gotta do it again. Yeah. Well, I'm trying to do it once a week. Yeah. Okay. So that we can put it on yeah. every I think, Sunday. I think Saturdays work pretty. Saturday. Right? Well, we'll do yeah. that. Free parking. Yeah. So we'll try to do that. I'd like to thank uh, all the people, people out there that's listening. Yeah. Thank you all. I'd like to thank uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Podbean, uh, Buzzsprout. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd like to thank uh, Podfriend. I'd like to thank other uh, 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 avenues of putting my podcast out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, have a good week. I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend, Sunday off, Saturday off. Yeah. Enjoy your time off. Yeah, enjoy it. I mean, yeah. that's why you work. Uh, peace, love, and for God's sake, love. See ya. See ya.